Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. We talk about the medical benefits of cannabis. My name is Jack Stone, one half of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. We got Ryan Chavez over here. What is up, Ryan? How you feeling? Hello, 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 everybody. Jack, hello, sir. Welcome back. Always, always great to see you on a weekly basis. And I wish it was more, but you know how that is with COVID. But at least it's weekly, Jack. Nice to see you. Thank you all listening out there as well. Um, we have another, I guess, educational show for yes. you today. That's what we do on here, don't we? Medical Jack? benefits we of cannabis. So yes. we're gonna we're gonna talk Let's about some it. of that today. <laughs> exactly. So so yeah, man, we got a we got an interesting show today because um I have been given some articles recently. I have searched the internet as I do, and I have been reading a few things recently um, that have kind of drawn me to this topic. And and this topic is, uh, we're going to be talking about cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. And uh, we're going to call it CHS CHS. for the remainder of this show, (laughs) just for that, you know, so we don't have to keep saying that. Um, as we as we often will with some of these, but the reason we're going to talk about this is because we we kind of have a reefer madness um, type of hysteria coming into effect with you know here with with cannabis again, and I do think this is this is a real syndrome. This actually happens. Um, it's rare. However, I will also say that I think it's been increasing recently, just given the fact that we're a lot of our products are are higher in concentration THC specifically. So um, we're going to talk about a, a syndrome today that, again, is small, that is scary if you get it, uh, but is, you know, has not shown to cause any deaths um, and uh, is just not likely to get. And, and it's also very preventable, and we're going to talk about that too. Um, so, Jack, from that very high-level bird's-eye view that I just gave, very vague, because we will go into the details in a second as we right. do. What are your thoughts yeah, on so our Yeah, it's a big word. Today, it is complicated initially. But uh essentially the the reason why we're bringing up CHS is because um <laughs> you know obviously like you just what you just said Ryan is we're um you know people are trying to find to make cannabis this, you know big ugly monster. They're trying to make it be the scapegoat for all these things and um this is one of the the these things are trying to arm themselves with to make it sound bad, to make it, you know, to downplay all the medical benefits. So, um, and I almost think it's like, it's like anything like it, let's take water, for example, right? We need water to survive. What are we like? 86 something percent water, something crazy like that. You know, we need that to survive. We need to drink water. What happened? Yeah. Do you know, you could die from yeah. water, too much water. <laughs> you could mm. die from overhydration. Your kidneys can't handle it. I've, yes, yes. You're, you're, you're absolutely you could correct die from right. drinking too much water. We all know water is a fantastic thing. Drink water instead of soda. You know, it's great. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you drink too much? You could die. So, I mean, I, and I'm yeah. and I'm talking about a, a ridiculous amount of water. But still, same thing yep. here. If you do a ridiculous, smoke yep. a ridiculous or consume a ridiculous amount of cannabis, bad things are going to yep. happen. Too much of a good thing is never good. You know this. So... That's yep. my two cents. And that is a fantastic – we like analogies on here, Jack, and that is a fantastic analogy because water is seen as to being such a, you know, innocent, uh, you know, I guess component, right, of, of our daily lives. And and it's, it is. It really is typically very innocent unless 
you know, you get thrown in the ocean in the middle of it, right? Then it's not innocent anymore. Or you drink way too much of it. And there have been recordings. There have been, you know, people mm-hmm. that have died of that. That absolutely has happened. Um, hypotonic, you know, situations where your cells burst because they're just too much. There's too much water in them. And so, um, yeah, like really good analogy. Same here, I think. Absolutely. And there's a little bit more science that goes into it as well, right? And so we'll we'll get into that. But um, yeah, think of it like that. And it's like that. It's like anything else in life. So I think we should first just let people know what it is, right? Like what is this CHS or last time I'll say it, cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. Um, it is a, the definition I was seeing uh, on Leafly, that's where I got uh, my initial information. And they obviously always pull from other reputable and research sources as well, which I'll also post on here um, on the notes. But CHS is uh, a recently discovered and poorly understood condition theoretically caused by heavy long-term cannabis use, as we just mentioned. Um, It's acute hyperemetic phase, which is, you know, referring to vomiting and, and, you know, throwing up, uh, getting sick, is, is characterized by vomiting, nausea, severe gastrointestinal discomfort, and compulsive bathing. So that's the other interesting thing about this. Although it may be preceded by a period of milder symptoms like morning nausea, consistent urges to vomit and abdominal pain. So really interesting that um, cannabis is is very often used for nausea and very often people will say when they're going through this, you know, I use cannabis for nausea. So this absolutely is not causing my, my issues, right? And um, I would say that you know, they would, they, they, I understand why they would be confused. Uh, but, but looking at the research here, this would be something now that you'd want to start taking pause and, you know, just taking notice of and reanalyzing, right? I think it's, uh, you know, it's interesting that you're, you know, that, that, that this, this scenario or this, this syndrome can actually turn cannabis into a foe, uh, which is exactly what can happen. But cannabis has biphasic properties that we've also seen in the past. We know that low amounts of THC and CBD can be very, very effective and high amounts end up, you know, can end up making you feel dull and overstimulate your endocannabinoid system. And that's why, you know, there's a lot of different strategies that we'll go over here. But I want to look at some studies too, Jack, on this, because I thought it was interesting to kind of go over some of the studies. And there are studies on this and not a lot, not enough, but, you know, why not take a look? So, um, the first one, one of the first more famous ones, was a 2004 Australian study, and uh, they, this is where they noticed, um, the researchers noticed uh, a commonality amongst chronic cannabis users and um, vomiting, right, and, and just chronic illness, you know, cyclical vomiting, I should say. Um, what they ended up doing is they ended up telling the patients to just stop using cannabis, and there was a ton of them during this very small research. Seven decided to abstain and three didn't. And the seven who abstained ended up having all of their symptoms cleared within a week or two and uh, a few weeks, I should say. And then the three that didn't abstain Mm. from cannabis use still had the issues. (laughs) So it it was it was pretty clear at the end of that study, you know, what needed to happen. Um, And so, you know, I think that was the very first time where researchers said, hey, there, there's something here. We got to look more into this. We can't say, I mean, cannabis obviously is shown to help a lot of people, but there is something going on here too. And so um, and there's a few more studies. And in 2009, uh, a 22-year-old cannabis consumer exhibited CHS hmm. symptoms in a UK study. And his symptoms were also resolved after uh, 
uh, when he stopped using cannabis, right? And there are two more cases in 2009 as well that matched the CHS criteria where severe symptoms improved following 24 to 48 hours of cannabis sensation. So that, that wasn't even a week or two. So just, and that's the other thing I've noticed um, is that your endocannabinoid system really flips back. Right. It, it, has, it bounces back quickly. So I, I think it's interesting to note that as well. And then there's a 42-year-old, uh, somebody who's been using it for a long time, chronic cannabis user that was um, CHS symptom-free wow. three months after their diagnosis in 2014. Oh. So they didn't have any symptoms after a yeah, few months. So it goes away. They stopped using altogether. Yep. So it's, it goes away. It's, it's mainly, you know, if, if you've been, you know, if you're a chronic high THC cannabis user, you've been using, you know, you're smoking three to five plus times a day. Um, you're not utilizing anything else besides that, right? Uh, it's something that, you know, you want to you want to consider. And so there's three phases, right? When you're starting to consider, do I have this syndrome? There's three phases that you'd want to be looking at. And, I, and I'll go through those right now. The first phase is called the prodromal phase. So this is typically months or years before exhibiting any of that cyclical vomiting. Um, you may get like morning sickness, abdominal pains and discomforts, and maybe right. just like nausea and the fear of vomiting, right? Like, you know how you're going to get that, like that fear, that that very initial nausea feel that, fear that's horrible. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it happens. Appetite is typically affected uh, during this stage. And um, you'll find possibly that you'll start using more cannabis because you're right. going to think that that's what's going to help you feel better, Right. And so that's that's what actually is going to start making the situation worse. And that's where you enter phase two, which is the hyperemetic phase. And this is an acute phase um, of the illness where it, every all these effects just intensify and you start developing these unique behaviors. And this is where you get the persistent nausea and vomiting. Um, it can ask, last for like hours at a time and, and um, abdominal pain, the weight loss, dehydration, uh, habitual bathing and showering, like we mentioned, is a big one, too. And what they're saying is that that habitual bathing and showering, um, they believe that may help ease the nausea and um, possibly just kind of flip the equilibrium of what's going on inside your body with the thermal dynamics is uh, the thermal regulatory system of the hypothalamus that's being you know rebalanced or it feels right. like it is when you're going sense. inside and taking a bath. And uh, there's a 2014 review. Yeah. That quoted, and I, I want to quote this, the, just it kind of explains that better than I just did. The brain may react to changes in core body temperature due to the dose-dependent hypothermic effects of THC. Alternatively, the bathing behavior may be a result of direct CB1 receptor activation in the hypothalamus by THC, right? So that's maybe why you're doing that because of that direct activation or another active compound and may not necessarily be a response to the changes in core body temperature. So there's a lot that's going on there, but there's there's something with the activation of the CB1 receptor that they're finding that's making you take making you go into these alternative behaviors you typically wouldn't wouldn't um, lean towards to help just instinctively right. with these feelings that you're having, right? So then you have the recovery phase, and this is after you stop cannabis use. Um, you know, you, typically days or, or weeks, sometimes months is how long it would take to recover. Uh, but this is where your nausea seizes, your appetite Yay. resumes, body weight comes back. Um, and then, you know, you're, you're not bathing and showering all the time. Exactly. Right. So, um, I, so 
I think it's just, it's really interesting. And the question still is like, why is cannabis making this happen, right? So like, why is cannabis that's so typically, um, you know, helping you with nausea, why is it causing it, right? What's making it do that? And there, there's always a need, we'll say, for more research. And this is not researched enough, and we hope it, it will be. Uh, but there, there's still some speculation by researchers that have been looking at it. And what they say is, what they've seen at least, researchers, is that the brain and the central nervous system, it could be positively infected by the cannabis. So like your brain could be taking in the cannabis and saying, all right, this is this is helping my nausea right now, and it's helping me feel better. But the CB1 receptors in the gut may actually be right. responding entirely differently to the cannabis. And this, the CB1 receptors in the gut may be flipping. And that's where you may get the inflammation, the visceral pain, the altered intensity of, of that um, motility, right, um, of, of the gut tract, the delays in gastric emptying, and which, which causes more um, like secretion and, and whatnot. So it's just, it's, it's, it's very uncomfortable and it causes, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's what causes your brain to say, I want more of this, but your gut to, to, you know, to flip and say, no, this, you're not going to have more of this. I will make sure of that. <laughs> so <laughs> your, your gut goes to town for you and, and does that. So the other, uh, interesting thing is, um, uh, is I, I was reading when when you have CHS, right? So when it's actually happening to you, low amounts of CBD could be helpful in that scenario and act as an anti-emetic, right? An anti-vomiting uh, 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 component, right? However, high amounts of CBD may not be helpful or any amount of CBG in that scenario may not be helpful at all. It may actually increase the vomiting and the cyclical vomiting and the activation of the CB1 receptor possibly, um, or one of the other receptors as well that, that acts in that scenario. And I didn't write that one down, uh, but there's two of them. I'll put it in the notes. But uh, it's, it's, it's interesting that once you have this syndrome, that CBD and CBG actually don't do a lot of help either. You just got to stop using cannabis. And, and that's okay. Like exactly what you talked about, Jack, in the beginning of the episode, like you know, you may drink gallons of water and your body may be like, you need to stop drinking gallons of water. You don't just sip yep. gallons of water at that point. You stop drinking altogether, right? Like that that's what you end up doing. So this is what you may have to do if, if this is happening as well with cannabis. Um, so I, I wanted to bring that up as well because sometimes and very often we'll say that CBD and CBG can really act as an antidote and CBD still can in low doses, uh, but you almost want to almost completely stop if, if you're finding that this is what's happening. You know what else you could do is uh, you could drink. So, uh, um, so there's some, there's a substitute yeah, here. Yeah. Alcohol. That's a, it's a solution for everything here. Because if you drink large quantities of alcohol, you'll be totally fine. Just kidding. I'm just I'm doing that comparison of what we did kind of last time. Like, you know, we brought up alcohol. It's like it's like 10 million times worse yeah, yeah, than, yeah. you know, what, what are the... What are the yeah, exactly. What's the you know what's yeah, what's the alternative to alcohol right. with this disease, right? <laughs> How many right. other diseases are there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you just die if you yeah. drink that much alcohol. I mean, that's just what happens. You just die. I mean, Your it's like explodes. it's 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 unbelievable. Like like the differences, you know. And I think people, everyone out, yeah, everyone out there listening and who has been listening to us and, and joining yeah. us every week, you know, they all, you guys all know that you know. That, that there's a big difference here, right? 
Um, and absolutely. So, so by the way, what this is being called in these reefer madness circles is scrometing because it's screaming and vomiting. <laughs> so they call it scrometing, which is just designed to like, you know, sound horrible. And I'm sure it is. And I know, I mean, I've read reports and absolutely I've heard this is horrible. Uh, so we don't want to get it at all. Um, and I hope I never get it. And I hope, you know, and I, and I'm just going to keep my maintenance use. So that hopefully never happens. Um, but you know, it's absolutely a thing and just be conscious, everybody. Uh, if it's happening, you know, like if you feel any of these symptoms coming on, then you just got to stop the use and, and just kind of chill out a little bit. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say, Jack, is that some doctors, um, mm-hmm. there, there's something called neem oil, N E E M neem oil, uh, which is an organic pesticide right. that's actually sprayed on the cannabis. And that actually, um, s- some doctors are thinking could be causing what's, you know, happening here as right. well. Um, not, again, we need more research, but there's speculation uh, that sense. that could be the case. So, yeah, I, I would say, you know, the result here, Jack, and, and this is just, you know, my opinion, we need more research, obviously. I mean, this is why we need more research. Um, we need to let people know, like, if you only, like, smoke high THC cannabis all the time, right. this is what's going to happen to you, you know? So, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? No, I I, I agree. Like, uh, cut the THC out. We all know you do too much. This is what happens. You get that you just want to lay down. You don't want to do anything. I mean, this is a more extreme form. But how many times have we talked about so so many people out there have tried cannabis one time, and it's because they did too much THC. And we know that's the case. Like they're just diving in there. Like yeah. you got somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. Like, Hey, yeah. smoke this or here, take this edible. Yeah. Didn't tell them like uh, what, you know, or take, take a, take this much. And then they they didn't need that much. They shouldn't have taken far less. So it's, uh, it's tough, but we need to really like, if you're ever unsure, we say this all the time, take less, always take less, especially if you're not used to it, find something you're comfortable with. Like I, yeah. Oh, I wanted to bring something up too. I got these these matter gummies, these orange matter gummies. They're one-to-one. I freaking love them. I love this product. Um, I went to – yeah, it's it's really good. And actually, MedMen has been like out of stock of these things. So um, I I went to this dispensary. Yeah, and I told them I'd shout them out. Uh, It was Rise Dispensary in Manhattan. It's They rebranded themselves. They used to be known as – God, what was their last name? What is it? What – yeah, there you go. Look at you. FP Wellness. Yep. They're they're FP amazing. Wellness. FP Wellness. They have a ri- they yeah. have a rise there Same too. They went to Rochester. Dude, I love this place. I go in, everybody's yeah. super cool. They were the nicest dispensary yeah, ever. They're really good. And, and they're really like they I'm like, yep. "Yeah, I love these Matter gummies." They're like, "I'm so happy that you found a product that works they for are, you." Cuz I bought like 5 packs of them because MedMen ran out. It's been a month. <laughs> like and I'm like, "Hey, did you get them yet? Did you get them yet?" And they're like, "Nope. Nope." So, I went to Rise and they're like, "They have them." I love them. How, like, do you, how do you like them? So, like, what do they do for you? They balance me. They like, just make I get you feel like, good, like energy they boost. I feel good. Like uh, lower anxiety. I do half of one gummy. Yes, I take them during the so day. You take oh, them during I, the day. Yeah, I, 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 like I never have problems mm-hmm. sleeping. Oh, so I never. I don't really take the cannabis. That I don't like doing cannabis before bed. I almost feel like I'm wasting it, <laughs> just because I just I fall asleep. I don't need to, but um. 
during the day. I love these because they give me a boost. They're, they're sativa, yeah. so you're you're up and running, and it's just oh man, they're great. But yeah, they've been hard to get. Rise, and I was telling them like, oh, it's great. You guys are just awesome. I'll shout you on the podcast. I'm like, oh, you have a cannabis podcast? I'm like, yeah. Like, what's the name of it? So I, uh, they they're great. Yeah, the Rise yeah. Uh, Dispensary is uh, awesome. Yeah, if you guys are buy one, definitely check them out. I love them too. I mean, mm-hmm. it, they're really cool people always when you go in there. So I, I, I yeah, I, I love working with them. That's cool, Jack. And I think like that makes sense, like the one to one ratio that you like. I mean, if you use it during the day, that, that's that'll yeah. like CBD it's five has a really five milligram CBD, five milligrams really, THC. But I take it, I cut um, it in like, half, so like, I do like two point five. Yeah, and like that's good enough for me. Some sometimes I'll do a little bit more. Like, I mean that that is like that's like all that you really need to like. Like your your endocannabinoid system, you know, like your your circadian rhythm uh, is assisted often by CBD naturally. So like you just use a balance ratio like that during the day. Then at night, like your body should kind of click into a good circadian rhythm. So it's um yeah, man, that's that's awesome. Like if you find your thing, like that's just it's great. Like when you do, actually, it feels really good <laughs> when you find your niche of what works for you. Um, and I would just say, uh, <coughs> excuse me. I would just say kind of exactly what you were just saying, Jack, like to kind of stay out of this risk of, of you know, of, of getting this CHS, I would use a balance. You, you, yep. you should look into a balanced cannabinoid ratio. Everybody should. We should look into, you know, like using balanced options and not just, you know, overloading on THC. And that is always what we talk about on here. And, and when you use a balanced like ratio, you're covering everything. You're getting the THC, the CBG, the CBD, the CBC. I mean, the THCV. I mean, it just the list goes on and on and on. And all these hundreds of little cannabinoids you're hoping you're, you're getting in there. And, and that is what your endocannabinoid system needs to just be fueled and primed and ready to like help the rest of your body be in balance. And so um, it's great. And I would say at the very least, low THC, high CBD, full spectrum. But it's really nice if you can get a balanced spectrum, too. I, I really like the balanced spectrums often the best. Um, you know, it, it's like eating your veggies. It's just what you said. It's it's you don't want to drink a ton of water, but like taking in a lot of people, they don't want to consider CBD or CBG or any of that stuff. I've seen this because they don't, you know, you know, it doesn't make you high and all that. Like you know, as much as a THC would. Well, guess what? If you only do THC over and over again, not only is your your tolerance going to go through the roof, you're also going to possibly end up with something like this, and then you're not going to be high at all anymore. So like, wake up and and just. Like when I say wake up, like wake up during your day, right? And start like considering like a nice balanced option, just like you would with your fruits and your veggies and your water and your protein, right? Like this is the same thing that you you don't just want to eat all protein or all fruits, right? Like none of that are all veggies. Like you got to have a little bit of something in there too. And that's the same thing when you're thinking about a cannabinoid spectrum, right? The balanced cannabinoid spectrum, right? This is what we're talking about. And so, um, you know, a, a quality full spectrum gummy, like you're talking about broad spectrum. So if like you're using THC, I don't mind using a broad spectrum gummy that doesn't include THC and only has all the other cannabinoids, the non-psychoactive ones, because I already, I'm already getting the psychoactive ones through my vaping consumptions, right? So, um, you know, I, I would say when you're doing it this way and, and you're able to just pop in a high CBD gummy or a balanced gummy, like first thing in the morning, then you can consider vaping THC the way you want. And what that also does is it, it like the, a nice balanced cannabinoid 
um, uh, structure inside of whatever it is you're taking, a gummy, a capsule, whatever it is, that's going to stop you from taking more THC. It's going to balance your THC usage. It, balance your, it balances my appetite. It balances my THC usage. It balances my drinking, right? It balances my mood. <laughs> so what we're not going to actually want to do more THC is what I found when I balance it with the other cannabinoids. So you save, because not only are those cannabinoids cheaper, but then you're not yeah. using as much THC, which is what you just mentioned. So it's a strategy, you know, I think as well that you got to implement that you just got to trust the fact that when you take a nug of, if you want to do this, one equal nug of CBD and an equal nug of THC, you put them in your grinder, you mix them together, and then you take your Dynavap, which is a microdose, right? And you put that in there, <laughs> Jack 10, by the way, Dynavap, Jack 10, if you guys want to do that. <laughs> um, you put that in there and, and you know, you vape that and you're doing a nice microdose balance option. And that is a fantastic way to start your day. And it's a nice way to stay balanced and keep your endocannabinoid system primed. And that's all you're looking at. Um, and if you're, you know, and if so this way, if you're using these gummies, these high CBD, CBG gummies, this way you can partake freely in cannabis and not worry about overdoing it. That's kind of why it's like eat the frog. Just take the gummies first thing in the morning, take yeah. those CBD ones first thing in the morning, you're done. You use the cannabis the way you want to use it after that. Um, but uh, the other thing is, you know, try a tolerance break or just simply reduce the amount of THC you do during the day. So if you grind, you know, you're taking your grinder out and you're just grinding a high THC strain every single day. That's all you do. You do nothing else. Try adding the first, like do the same amount. If you do a gram or a half a gram a day, whatever it is you do, two grams, three grams, whatever it is. Let's say you do a gram, take half a gram, do THC, half a gram, do CBD. Just try that for a day and start, start off like that, you know, and, and, see how that goes. Or if you, you know, want to go even lower, you can try a little tiny CBD nug and a much bigger CBD or a THC nug and a much bigger CBD nug. What I like to do a lot of the times is do a, a third of each. I like a equal amount of CBD, CBG and THC nugs. And that way I know I'm just getting a really nice balance. So if you do that, you're always going to keep your endocannabinoid system nice and primed. And you're always going to feel good when you smoke or vape or utilize cannabis. You're always going to feel that nice high. There are times if you do it too much, you get to that point where you're just like, I can't get high anymore. Right. And then you try and do more and more and more and more, just like a lot of things. And you end up with something like this possibly, right. which sounds like it sucks. You don't want that. <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it's, yeah. So I, you know, I'd say, Jack, it's a lot of what we always talk about. Um, you know, just not a lot of what we, we don't talk about this, but like, I think the solution is again, what we, the whole point of the show is healthy cannabis use, right? Like just optimize cannabis use, what you talk about, how you do it, the way I do it. Um, you know, not that we're perfect. Everybody has to find their own thing, but if you are using a ton of THC out there and that's all you're using, consider doing this. So you'll feel better. Your high will be better. It'll last longer. You'll spend less money. Right. Um, and if you're not utilizing cannabis, and if this is the first show that you're listening to with us right now, <laughs> don't be scared, right? <laughs> Just utilize high CBD stuff, and this won't happen to you, right? And that's why we talk about this. If you don't talk about this, like we're not going to get anywhere. So, so much more research to do. Uh, not common. This is We've been using cannabis for millions of years. None of this has ever been really an issue. And I would say the reason because we haven't had high THC cannabis for millions of years, it's always been pretty balanced. It's only until recently we breed the higher THC cannabis, which is why I think we're getting more of this now, right? So, um, Jack, those are my thoughts. 
I, uh, I, I, I do feel for this topic because I think it can scare people, rightly so. Exactly. Um, but I think it doesn't yeah, need to be just scary, moderation. Right? We just, just gotta like do right thing and we'll be fine. Oh. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Moderation. Good things. Yep, exactly. Good things. Absolutely. Well, dude, that's all I got today, Jack. You want to? Uh, anything else you want to add, or you want to close this out? If- so, guys, check us out. The Cannabis C on Instagram. We've been getting a lot of messages, and we appreciate everybody's message. Please yeah, keep them coming. You. Um, yeah, if you have questions or, you know, a lot of times you guys help generate us, uh, with like show topics and things. So yeah, any way we can help answer questions, uh, you know, or do so our own research to bring you an episode. We love to do that. So please guys message us on Instagram or Gmail us to cannabis C at gmail.com. Um, yeah, we appreciate your help and yeah, rock out guys. Peace out. Bye everybody. Nice. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.